Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Well, Trevor, I'm glad we got this new job here at At Games. Yeah, At Games has been making clone consoles for years now. This yeah. is a big opportunity. Yeah, but they're they're needing some uh, some extra content for these systems, and I'm we got this meeting with the boss, the big man himself, Mister yeah. At Games, the president. Yeah, they got the Sega Genesis Mega Drive console, and they want original content because Sonic and Sonic Two and Streets of Rage and those games aren't good enough. That's right. They want more content. And that's where we come in. We're going to add content to these right. consoles. Okay, here we go. Walking through the door. Oh, there he is. He's got some LJN posters behind him. That's a good sign. Man, this guy's got taste. He does. Uh, hello, Mr. President. Ah, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Uh, first of all, we're honored to be here. Thanks for having mm -hmm. us. Uh, we think we got some pretty great ideas that you're going to love. Well, you guys are the new developers around here, so I'm, I'm expecting to be knocked out by what you've got. Okay. Well, I, I can already tell you got great taste. I mean, you got the LJN posters. You got, uh, it looks like you're listening to two dudes in a nest. I yeah. see there on your podcast player. Yeah, we're not even supposed to say their name. That's how big they are. You, you probably smell my Vegemite sandwich in my lunchbox over there, yeah. too. That's... Yeah, it smells pretty great. Okay, so just hear me out. I'll go first, Trevor. Just, just sit there for a second. All right. All right, now, when we think video games... What's the first word we think of? Let me say it for you. Okay. Math. Yeah. So I'm thinking game after ga at least 10 or 12 games, just pure math games. Do you want to subtract? Let's do it. Do you want to, to divide? Let's do it. you want to learn your evens from your odd numbers? We can do that too. And on top of that, we'll even put like a dinosaur theme with it. I like your style, Townsend. Thank you. And, and I have a, an idea that I would like to add on to that. What do we have... I mean, everybody can make a sports game. You know, say a game about curling, for example. Yeah. And it's just curling, blurring, who cares? Yeah, who cares about that? Well, I have an idea for a game called Curling 2010. Um, the 2010 part doesn't mean anything. And it's not curling at all. It's just about throwing balls back and forth. Um, but I got like five ideas like that. What do you think? I, I think that'll be pretty good. But one thing, if I can put in a request, I really hate air hockey. So I'd like to make an air hockey game that's... That ruins air hockey for everybody. Okay. Okay, well, just hear me out then. You just gave me a great idea. All right, it's air hockey, but instead of hitting it into each other's goals, you hit it beside their goals, and you can go over the line anytime you want to. So it's it's anarchy it, air hockey. Yeah, it's broke anarchy hockey, and it's right. broken. I just I like got it. I just got one more idea. Is it Mr. Balls? Because that's mine. Oh, well, th no, that's yours. I've, oh, okay. I've not had that inspiration yet. Oh, I did. What if we have, like, three different games with really cool names, like Fight or Die... Or something like that, but they're all just different versions of chess. Huh, I like where you're going. Yeah, yeah. I think you two are probably the best million we spent this year. Mm -hmm. That's a million dollars well spent, I must say. Yeah. Uh, we know what we could use that money for. This podcast I've heard about. Oh, man, is this more good ideas? I think it is. You know what podcast it is? Retro, Retro Blist! Everyone, welcome to this very super duper special episode of Retro Blist. 
Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. It's me, it's Trevor, and it's our uh, guest, Derek. Uh, I guess thanks for having me back. I never know what to say because I'm never sure how the episode's going to turn out. That's right. Yeah. Well, we got to be fair and balanced around here. We had you on for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project. Yes. This was a 9 out of 10 game, I think, for all of us. Yeah, we all love that game. Fantastic game. The world has to have balance. That's right. So, uh, before we get into what this episode is, (laughs) first of all, a quick uh, Patreon mention. Go to Patreon, look for uh, Retro Blist. And uh, if you want to throw us a few uh, bucks to support us, that would be uh, pretty sweet because we don't deserve it. That's right. The more money throw us, the less we'll do stuff like this. Yeah, probably. the more money throw us, the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Johnny. <laughs> Our English is going to be like that due to the instructions we read all night on this game. Yes, Trevor. Why Why didn't we ask for fan feedback on this episode? <clears throat> I mean, we're covering a game everybody's heard of, I'm sure. Not exactly. We're oh. covering 40 Plus games. That's mm-hmm. right. We just sat through 40 plus games. We made Derek <laughs> suffer. I mean, sorry. Sit through uh-huh. 40 plus games. Derek, how do you feel? I feel like this was more work than the eight hours I spent at work today. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't mean to ruin anything. <laughs> I looked at the clock. I had to go up and get a snack to refuel before we started recording. <laughs> you guys got here shortly after five. Right. We goofed off for a few minutes, then started. Yes. It was 8.49 when we stopped. Yes. So, three plus hours we spent doing this. That's right. That's that's a lot of dedication to our fans. We didn't spend that much time playing Mario Brothers 3. No, we didn't. We really didn't. <laughs> which is one of my all-time favorite yes. games. So, what happened? Let's tell the people what happened. <laughs> what happened to us? Uh, for for uh, the holidays, for Christmas, my mom, who knows that I love video games. Mm-hmm. As moms do. Uh, but you know, moms and parents may not be, if it's not a subject that they are into savvy, they may not be savvy. I guess is the best way to put it. So I ended up with one of those clone Sega Genesis systems. Now I will say there's some, it's from at games. They're very, yeah. very famous or infamous. Yeah. <laughs> Both, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, it comes preloaded with 30 Sega games and 40 plus Random games they throw in on the side. Yeah. So instead of just boring you guys with reviews of how uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2's music sounds very demented, instead, <laughs> we're just going to give you a rundown of these 40-plus games and a little review of each one. Well, yep. These are, to be very clear, these are, I don't know if homebrew is the right word, but these were not games that were ever on the Sega Genesis. Right. They were made in some basement somewhere. Yes. And they ended up on this machine. Yeah. I don't know why it's a miracle to me that did somebody think oh 30 Sega Genesis games that's not worth the 40 bucks this thing cost right nobody's gonna think that that's right plus this thing plays actual Sega Genesis cartridges why they decided somebody need to put these on here is amazing that's right and so this is kind of a miraculous show we're gonna do (laughs) we're doing miracles here this is miracle work (laughs) we're doing God's work yeah we are and to be clear we're reviewing with numbers, at least I know I am. Yeah, I have numbers written down. All forty-one apparently. Yeah. Yes. Games. So don't expect yes. each game to be like a big, uh, you know, uh, to do. We're just going to yeah. kind of go through these fairly quickly. We'll kind of give a little overview of what they are, and we'll each mm-hmm. give our little thoughts on it and our scores. All right. So the very first game that we played. Let's get this show on the road. Yeah. The very first game that we played. It was called Adventure in the Park. No, no, no. The actual title said Adventure in Park. 
Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no the. I put the in there because I speak English. Yes. So, <laughs> Which is not going to help you with these games. Well, let me let me rephrase. I attempt to speak English. Yes. As people of this show know, I don't do that so well. <laughs> yeah, if Johnny and Trevor are calling them out on their English, <laughs> then, you know, something has gone yeah. horribly wrong. So yeah. I wrote down a little quip for each one. Do y'all want me to start with that? Then y'all kind of yeah, go ahead. Yeah, share what y'all. Yeah. So with this one, my little thing was: this is Donkey Kong without the barrels, the monkey, or the fun. That's I, how I saw it. This is basically a puzzle game. You get the key, and you got to take that key to open the door. Technically, uh, I actually went through for each game. I have a pro and a con. Mm-hmm. My pro for this game is it's, and I'm putting this in parentheses, it's a two player game. Most of these games are two-player games, even if they're one-player games, because either controller can control it. Yes. Even if I'm playing it, Derek can take the other controller and take the controller in my hands. And just yes. run you into and the just run me. It's like, a, a, you know, when somebody's a, in driver's head and, a, and the and the teacher, the instructor, has other controls on their side, yeah, too. Yeah, an extra brake pedal yeah. just to brake check you. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like, you can do the same thing on this. So that's my pro for this, is that it's technically a two-player game. Uh my con is that the enemies will actually come back as soon as you kill an enemy. Seconds later, they're coming, they're spawning back, and they're just going to destroy you. Yeah, so you, you walk left to right, and then the A button, I believe it was, shoots uh, bullets, but they only travel so a, few, a few centimeters on the screen. Right. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you hit one of the enemies, they disappear and come back before you can even walk past <laughs> yeah. them. Two seconds. To get up the ladder. Yeah. You don't even get time to get past them when they respawn right. on you. And then some of these are large, fairly good-sized yeah. enemies. I feel like this game, like... Well, I don't spoil that. I thought this game is probably a direct ripoff of something. Yeah. But Donkey Kong's the only thing I could think of. I like how you don't want to spoil it. What are you spoiling exactly? The fact that most of these games are direct ripoffs. Yeah. <laughs> of some movie, yeah. Of something. Yeah. Of something. Well, what score would you give this? Adventure in, well, this is the adventure, first, uh, adventure in part. Let me mention, this is the first game we played, and we're reviewing these in the order we played them. So this is before I realized how bad some of the games could be, but I gave it a one and a half out of ten, and I'm sticking by that because it's no better than that to me. All right. Um, yeah. It's... It's broken despite actually being a game, unlike some of these. I gave it a two. It technically worked. Yeah. I mean, as best I can say, it's better than Uncanny X-Men. It plays better than that. It actually works. Yeah. Uh, if they had actually let the enemies uh, take longer to respawn, if that would actually help this game quite a bit, in my opinion. Uh, but, you know, and the music... Well, the music's very special in all these, uh, but the music for this one was was okay. I actually wrote down the music in this one is super amateur and repetitive, but not actually atrocious. Right, yeah. Which doesn't mean something. Yeah. You'll what do you think about Adventure in a Park, Derek? Uh, I wrote down a two, but I'm actually going to change it to a one, because I think Uncanny X-Men is so bad that there was at least 20 seconds worth of entertainment. This is yeah. just so bad, it's not even entertaining. <laughs> uh, the one thing I wanted to mention, though, is we mentioned you can shoot the enemies with these tiny little bullets. Every time you shoot in this game, the sound sounds like a silenced pistol from GoldenEye on the Nintendo 64. Yeah, it really does, and yeah. That's a trend. You'll probably hear me say that for pretty much every game that has a shoot function in it. There may be some recycled elements to these games. Yeah. <laughs> they only had one room for one sound effect. Uh, recycled. Remember what I said about music? We'll come back to recycling the music here soon. So what did everybody give that? I'm going to write down and see if I can keep a tally going here. To two, see what the one best and a half, is. one. Yeah, two, one and a half, one. I was right in the middle. I like to be in the middle. Okay. All right, next we have Cross the Road, Trevor. So I basically said this is Lazy Frogger ripoff with the ignorant-looking camel wearing a bandana. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, we don't know who this camel is as a person or a based, camel. Based on title screen. Yeah. I, I thought it was a dog. So. Well, we should mention <laughs> that. These games are so blurry yeah. that... You can't really tell what the characters are, but yeah. from the title screen, I knew he was a camel. Yeah, to be fair, 
I didn't know what the title, what the main character was, and I even saw the title screen. Yeah. So my pro for this was, of course, I agree with you. It's a rip off of Frogger. It plays the exact same. Uh, I said my pro was Frogger is a good game <laughs> <laughs> because Frogger actually changes. It's yep. not just crossing a road. You end up crossing other things. This is just the road again and again and again. And the con, I just wrote, I just wrote music. <laughs> and it takes away half of what, well, yeah, it takes away half of what makes Frogger Frogger. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all about just running across the road. There's not much timing involved. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's all, it's all it is. It just adds more traffic. It's the only difference. Yeah. Every, every time you beat a level, it just adds more traffic. That's almost impossible to dodge. Uh, the sound effects in this, there are, there's like a jingle it plays when you get across the road with all three of your characters and stuff like that, but it plays it under the music and the yeah. music's played at such a high level. You can't even hear any mm-hmm. of the extra sound effects. I, I think this is Frogger. But it's 30 years later, and it's worse. Yeah. So it, even though it's one of the better games in the collection, maybe, my score is going to be a 0.5 just because how can you take something 30 years old and rip it off and make it worse? <laughs> Ask Hat Games or whoever made these. Yeah. What uh, do you give it? I gave it a 1.5 out of 10, just like the first one, because at least the game that's ripping off has a fun element to it. Yeah. But Derek's right. They kind of mostly ruined it. Yeah. Um, also, the music in this one, as opposed to Adventure in the Park, is just irritatingly bad. Yeah. I gave it a one and a half as well. 1.5. Okay. And uh, Keep in mind, all these scores are out of 10. <laughs> out of 10? Yeah. And we're not just being goofy. I'm trying to be honest. Yeah. If anything, I fucking being a little generous. We went into this hoping we would find, a, a, as another show likes to call it, a gem. And did we? We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. The next game up is... <laughs> the, next, <laughs> the next game up is called Jack's P. <laughs> That's P-E-A, just so everybody knows. And the prequel was, of course... Jack's Poo. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. Lowbrow. Does the number two come before number one? Yes. I don't think so. <laughs> so this is sequel. This one's like a vertical. It's it's a platformer, except take the D pad out of the equation. Think yeah. of it, an NES platformer, except you're only using the A button. Every screen, every time you're going, you're going up. You're trying to go up. Every screen is just two platforms per time. Derek literally played this game with one hand. Yes. I just and, pressed the A button at the right time. And mostly. was clearing the stages with So it. you could take a P while you play this yeah, game. You can. You could take a P. You could take a Jack's P while you're playing Jack's P. Uh, what did I write about this one? Um, I said, dreadfully boring, zero reason for the D-pad. And is it trying to be Jack and the Beanstalk? That's a good question. I don't yeah. know. Uh, my pro for this game was Jack's P is a great name. Mm-hmm. And con is there's nothing to this game. It's barely a game. You guys are way too generous. All I wrote down was a zero, and then I circled it for my score. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote down a one. I think because it functions, and I love platformers, and this one like has a dream that it might be a platformer one day. I don't know. So. <laughs> I gave this a 0.5 because I think it might have had a dream, but it took that dream and just tortured it and turned it to some sort of nightmare that we all had to suffer through. So. But number four is going to be good, right, Johnny? Oh, yeah. The fourth game we played was called Jewel Magic. Trevor, what did you think of Jewel Magic? Uh, what I wrote down was terrible puzzle game that pauses every time you make a point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is this game is technically... Think of Tetris if Tetris was very, very flawed. It's kind of the way I put it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's all columns. They're all just straight columns. You can't turn them horizontal. They're all just up and down. But there's different colors and arrows and different colored arrows. Yeah, in those. It's basically, think triangles. It's three yeah. triangles stacked on top of each other. Some of the triangles are facing base up and some are base down. And you just got to match the yeah. symbols. They get three in a row somehow. But I, I honestly think what what spawned the Tetris into the phenomenon it is is the music. And this <laughs> this just has such grating music. 
that can't work in a puzzle game. You actually I actually wrote down what you said while we were playing. You said this music makes you want to eat a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> now we don't condone people do that. No. <laughs> but it's a pre- it's pretty You can we cannot stress enough. And you can't find these games anywhere on the internet. Yeah. So we're going to have to post some of this so you people can hear this. We honestly, check out our Facebook and Instagram. We honestly tried our best to research this to the point where I'm now one of the many numerous followers of at games on Twitter because <laughs> I have to know more about this thing. Yes. But there's so little to find out about it. Now, I wrote my pros was technically there's many combos you can have. Technically. Mm-hmm. And for some weird reason, I was doing okay at this game. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, and that's not at all a brag. I'm actually kind of saddened that I was halfway decent at this. Uh, but my con was, for whatever reason, just make a button to change these horizontal. You would really open the game up. That's all yeah. you had to do. It's one extra little thing. Yeah, what, what score did you give it? I gave it a 1 out of 10. I gave it one and a half, and I think I gave it some mercy because I'm not great at figuring out puzzle games the first try. I just figured it was me, but I did not enjoy it at all. The music was mine. I don't know how you make music this bad. I do not have a musical bone in my body. I promise you I could hit keys on a keyboard, and it would sound less irritating. <laughs> um, so I gave it a one and a half, and that's generous. I gave it a one. That's yeah, it's more than it deserves. Yes. <laughs> All right. So number five, the fifth game we played. Finally a sports game. A sports we were excited to play this just based on the name alone. Yeah. Uh this is actually kind of this is really this is a perfect time to play this because the Olympics the Winter Olympics just happened. Mm-hmm. The United States just took gold in this, and that's curling. This game is called Curling two thousand and ten. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh what do we think this game is gonna be? A curling game? Uh, do you want to see my quip on this one? Yes, I do. It's not curling. Spoiler. Yeah. That's why I actually wrote, not curling, question mark, kind of like dodgeball. <laughs> They're actually, what this game should have been called is get rid of your balls. <laughs> That's all you're trying to do, get yeah. rid of all the balls. Yeah. The, the key is you want to get all the balls on your side on the other person's side, and that's it. That is it. Derek... Uh, why don't you uh, tell your experience? Because you beat the game. Yeah, you did beat this one. <laughs> it's just an exercise in pressing the A button as fast as you can while moving back and forth. Because when you, like they're on one end of it looks like a, a ping pong table, they're on one end, you're on the other, and you're throwing your balls back and forth at each other. But when you hit each other, it stuns the other player, so it gives you a chance, or the computer player, so it gives you a chance to throw more balls at them. But you can't aim your ball. Your ball just goes straight across from wherever you're standing, and their balls just land straight across from them. So you can't actually aim at each other without taking enough time and just losing the game yeah so it's just about pressing a as fast as you can while you go back and forth across the screen before time runs out because each stage is timed there's six stages and each one has a maximum of 90 seconds yes so you're talking less than 10 minutes of game even if you play every second you possibly could that's the whole game Derek beat it in about five minutes yeah the whole game that's it why do they even bother making a title screen and a menu for a five minute long game the pro i put for this is uh now, some of these, it was tough to find a pro. Like this one. Yeah. It says, when you, and I put, when you hit the small child on the other end, because it looked like a small child, I'm assuming yeah. it's children playing each other, uh, they have a funny animation. Like, it was like they were <laughs> electrocuted for a second. At least there was animation. After yeah. after some of the later games we, we played, we re- yeah. didn't realize how good of a yeah, treat we, that was. We had it really well right here, and we didn't realize it. Uh, and my con yeah. is, this isn't curling, of course. I gave yeah. this a 0.5. Oh, that's harsh. What would you give it? I, I gave it a two because it's the only game where... Well, it's because you beat it. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> <Yeah>. felt... <laughs> it's the only game I would have played six minutes without just you getting up and resetting the system. Yeah. I think I was thinking about a two myself, but then you literally saw everything there was to see in five minutes. So I, I reduced it to a one. 
I think the reason I was really harsh on this is I was set up for curling and I didn't get curling. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Olympics, you got you uh, for a, this, ready for a taste of curling. This collection, well, as you'll find out, is sorely <laughs> missing any kind of sports games. Oh, yeah. Or action games or And this is games. coming from Trevor, who <laughs> could do without a sports game. Yeah, you would think I could. Yeah. But this is sorely missing any kind of sports game. Even yeah. this any same, real competition. Even the same game, if they had made it two players, would have been yeah. at least playing for 15 the, minutes. Technically, we do have a sort of sports game coming up. There, that's true, and Derek just made a good point. It would be easier to just let you play with two controllers instead of designing the quote-unquote artificial intelligence. Yeah. Why not just let you do it with two players? That's stupid. Yeah. Right, next game, number six, is called Plumbing Contest. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a puzzle game. I actually liken this to, if anybody's played the very first Bioshock, there's little mini-games in it as you're playing through where you got to uh, get one end to match to go to the other end, like pipes, and mm-hmm. make them change directions and all that kind of stuff. It's the same thing. But really dumbed down and made really easy. Yeah, my quip on this one was, it's not the worst. <laughs> yeah, and I also put, it's the same music as Jack's P. Exactly the same music. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. even changed at all. Three games above the same music, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just say on this one, I put a star beside this and Curling 2010. Because it's another game that we actually beat. And actually, I think it was Derek again. Yeah, yeah. it was. We kind of tortured Derek through all the night, it, anyway. And the strategy is exactly the same, because there's no penalty for pressing, like, you have to lay the pieces down. There's no penalty for laying the wrong piece. You just lay the right one over top of it. So you just, it's again, just press A until whatever happens that you want to happen. So it's yeah. just, it's so pointless. It's, yeah, it's just, it's just mind-numbing. <laughs> we can't, yeah, you can't understand how bad some of these games are just hearing us talk. It's but, mind-numbing. But that is exactly right, because it's not... If it was just copying that pipe puzzle game, okay, you know, whatever. Yeah. But Derek, like Derek said, it's not. You have no choice. You have no decision. There's no strategy. You just keep punching the A button until you get to the right piece, which is usually a straight yeah. piece. There's no way Derek gained any sort of intelligence from being <laughs> No. He played... Right, so It's a, technically a puzzle game. <laughs> my score for this one was... I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. It was 2 out of 10. And then I was like... When I realized it was pointless, there's no strategy, I reduced it to a 1.5. And then Derek beat the darn thing in five minutes, and I reduced it to a one. Again, there's only five minutes of content here. I actually get the pros I gave is that it it, it works. Yeah. <laughs> the cons I gave it is that it's and I'm, that there's no thought involvement with it at all. You don't think you can just hit the button again and again and yeah. again. We were actually giving away too much credit trying to think at the very beginning. Yeah. And when there's none involved, you don't need any. Just keep hitting the button. Mm. Uh, I actually gave this a two because I thought overall. At least it worked, and it was beatable, <laughs> Yeah, which is more than we can say about some of these games. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a two as well. Just, uh, I don't know why. I think I think mainly because of the name, Plumbing Contest. Yeah, that's that a great just, name. <laughs> somebody <laughs> had some, some imagination. And I would understand, like, this game would make sense for maybe a three- or four-year-old, like a preschooler, but there's a time limit on each stage, of which some of them are ridiculously short, so a kid would just lose right away, even if they were having fun. So it's... I just don't understand who they thought they were making this for. That's a good good question. All right, the seventh game we played is called Wall Breaking. Now, this is a game that I was actually very excited to play once I realized what it is. It's an actual two-player game, and then two people can play mm-hmm. it once, and it's tanks. Mm-hmm. You're reaching a tank, trying to take out other tanks. Basically, all I said about this one was, it should have been called Tank Shooting. Yeah. Yeah, that was the comment. I, that was the or, comment I had too. It's, yeah. it's called wall breaking, and the walls are destructible. But there's absolutely no point to do it because the whole point of the game is to destroy a certain number of computer controlled tanks. I just would have called it no tanks. Yeah, tanks a lot. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but this game is what this whole stupid thing was sorely missing. Sorry, I'm getting angry already. We're not to the angry part yet. <laughs> um, and that's an actual action game. Yeah, like a game. Like 
So it, it is a breath of fresh air in that sense. It really is, honestly. <laughs> We'd already been through uh, six games of pure uh, m- <laughs> mind-numbing madness. I- and then we get this, which to me came at, couldn't have come at a better time. And uh, the pro I gave for this is so far that of these we played, this is the best game, and it's actually two-player. But the con is it had very similar or the same music as some of the other yeah. games. And uh, what sound does a tank make when it shoots? Or what should it oh, make? Yeah. <clears throat> that should be what it is, but again, it's the silenced pistol from Goldeneye in this for some reason when a tank shoots. Also, speaking of horrible sound, it's the exact same music as Cross the Road. Okay, that's the one I was trying to think the of. The Terrible yeah. Camel game. Yeah. Um, so, uh, who wants to... Derek, you want to give your score first? I actually gave it a two and a, two and a half because... I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a justification for it, but it, just, it wasn't the worst. I gave it a three and a half. Because Ooh, wow. I, I thought, That's approaching being worth a dollar. Honestly, this this was the kind of game I was hoping most of these would be. Me too. In yeah. that it was my, obviously wasn't going to be the best. I was not expecting the best whatsoever. Yeah. But it for like a few moments, you could have fun with a friend goofing off. And that's what I thought. And it's kind of what this was in a way. Well, I gave it a two and a half, which is about double what I'd given anything to this point. Uh, I totally agree. It is by far, being the seventh game we played, it was by far the quickest, not the quickest, the best yeah. that we played to this point. Yeah. Uh, like, there's no competition. Also, I want to take this moment to mention, I guess for our listeners and for us to think about. Very special message. Should have just talked about this sooner. I think Derek mentioned it. The second half of the show is going to be a lot quicker than the first half because of yeah. a certain quality to the second half of games. Yeah. There's a twist halfway through. Yes. Yeah, we're just going to go ahead and give away. These are by far the better ones. <laughs> so don't think this is going to take four hours. It's only going to take yeah. like two hours. We promise. We promise. <laughs> All right. So uh, the eighth game we played was called Bubbles Master. That's right. Another unnecessary plural. That's right. Bubbles Master. Bubbles Master. And this is literally just a Zuma ripoff. Yep. Have you ever played the game Zuma where you're shooting, a, you're trying to get the same colored balls together yeah. before they reach your, well, in Zuma it's a frog-like thing. I don't know what it's supposed it's to be. It's a frog. This. And it, it looked oh. like a frog in a shell, like a turtle with a frog yeah. head or something. It even ripped off the frog that's yeah. in Zuma. Yeah, and even around the frog thing, it even almost says Zuma. It says Azuma or something like that. They're just, they're just literally ripping it off. It's just like a way worse version because yeah. the frame rate is horrendous. That's exactly what I said. This is Zuma with a terrible frame rate. Why? How do you not have a decent frame rate on Zuma when there's not that much going on screen? It's ridiculous. But they found a way. And surely they wouldn't use the same silence pistol sound effect when you shoot a ball in Zuma, right? No, surely they wouldn't. At games would. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, my pro I gave this is it's a much lesser version of Zuma. And my con is, how does this have lag? <laughs> so I gave this a 0.5. I think it's fair. I can go next. Uh, the only positive I came up with was that the music is bad, but it's less bad than some of the others. <laughs> I gave it a 1 out of 10. But the more I think about it, I'm kind of angry that it directly ripped off a game and ruined it. Yeah. So I'm going to change it to a 0.5. <laughs> I also gave it a 0.5. We got oh, some harmony here. Oh, here we go. I just, I just don't understand how you can mess up a game that was already created. Like, obviously, they're not worried about copyright infringement, so how do you just make it yeah. worse? So this is, I'm telling you, everything about this game screams just what that is. At least on the one yeah. that was like Frogger, they did change some things up. This one, they didn't even decide to do that at all. All right, the ninth game we played was called Break the Fire Line, which so, sounds cool. Yeah, just let's start with this one. What do you think this game is going to be about when you hear that? Yeah, Break the well, Fire Line. I should probably go because I got excited about this one because there's a spaceship on it. Yeah. I'm thinking, shoot him up. This is going to be a bullet shooter. Yeah, like R type or one of those. Yeah. Yes. I was, even if it's a bad one, and I know it would be. Yeah. I was excited. <laughs> but guess what it is? Uh, 
It tries to be Space Invaders, and yeah. it does a terrible job of it. With really weird space Chinese music. Yeah. This is one that had like the ding, 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 ding. But it was like really weird. And I don't know what space Chinese music would sound like. It was this. But it's bad music. Yeah. This is bad music. I've heard some great Chinese music, in all fairness. Oh, yeah. But this, this is, is not it. <laughs> it's like Chinese music through an alien who's never been to China. Like oh, okay. A, all right. Yeah, from space. Oh, sure. All right. <laughs> yeah, I just, I put it, it's, just, it's a copy of a 30-year-old game, and it's worse than the original. Uh, so I gave it a 0.0. .0. I gave no points for it. <laughs> and also, the, the shooting noise is the same as the other games. Yeah. The pro I gave this, the pro was it's Space Invaders. The con is it's a cruddy version of Space Invaders. Yeah. And I gave it a 1.5. I don't know why I was more generous on this one. I'm looking at my score here. I think it's because you actually got to shoot stuff. <laughs> I gave it a 2 out of 10. Um... I don't think I took away points for the copyright infringement like Garrett did. <laughs> but unlike the Zuma ripoff, <laughs> at least this one feels like you're shooting when you shoot. Yeah. But it's, it's terrible. I mean, a 2 out of 10 is not a high mark to hit. Now, here we go. The 10th <laughs> game we played was Mahjong Solitaire. It's just Mahjong. <laughs> but the greatest thing about this was this was the most incredible, stand, to me, incredible music for the fact that it stood out well above the other ones. Can I read my quip on this one? Yeah. My God, the music. <laughs> it's, it it's so awful. It's. I told you that if I walked into a dark house that I've never been to before, yeah. and this music was playing, I wouldn't keep walking. I'd run out of that dang house. Yeah. I'd be creeped out. Because <laughs> this was like some really creepy, super duper slowed down version of like what you'd hear on like a music box or something. Yeah, the music was so slow. And it demented. Did, it almost, almost didn't sound like music. Yeah, it sounded like the devil was doing it. I'm pretty sure he was. <laughs> yeah. This is Satan. It felt like this. it. Yeah. Oh. I, and somehow, I didn't even play it, and I still made this note because it's true. Somehow, the controls are terrible. In a Mahjong game. We made Derek play this one because we're terrible people. We might play most of these, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, I've gone through a lot. I've gone through a lot. He's, he's just Roger Rabbit all over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, what was the what was the comment you made about the controls yeah, there? I mean, you would think in a Mahjong game, you would just, every time you move the D-pad, you would select the next tile over. But that's not the case. Each tile has four zones on it, so you have to click four times to move from one tile to the next. And you can't hold the D-pad down and move across the screen. It's an individual click each time. <laughs> it's it's absolutely terrible, even for a Mahjong game, yep. which wouldn't be great at its best. So I put the pro, I put the haunted music, then I put the con the haunted music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the score I gave this one was a 0 0.5. And it only got to 0.5 because of the music. Yeah. And right about here is where I was starting to lose morale a little bit. And I, <laughs> I didn't even write a score down. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 0 0.5. Just just for laughing at the music. I gave this a 1.5 out of 10. Oh my gosh. I think, <laughs> I think it got a full point for me. Because I assume that Mejong has something to it as a game. It does. And I'm assuming that's in here somewhere. But this sucked the soul out yeah, of it. Yeah, this, this took yeah. Mojong and just ruined it, honestly. I mean, I'm after we got through the whole experience, I was really positive at the start. I'm changing this to one. Right <laughs> of one for me, Derek. Because you're right, there's nothing good about it. All right. So next is a game, the 10th, the, uh, I'm sorry, the 11th game we played was one that we played way longer than I felt we should have, but Derek got obsessed with this. We played this one 10, 15 yeah. minutes. This one's called <laughs> Warehouse Keeper. Trevor, what was your little quip about this one? Um... <laughs> I wrote that it seems impossible and it's a rip off of Shove It the Warehouse game. Yeah. So the gist of this game is it's a puzzle game that's going to be a recurring theme. You're trying to move the boxes onto X's. There's little X's on the screen. Mm -hmm. And when I mean little, 
you have this just screen, but the actual screen you're using is teeny tiny. You can't tell what's happening. Yeah, imagine a, a, a 30 inch TV and then stick a post it note in the middle of it, and that's where your game happens. Yeah. He's not exaggerating. Yeah. It was, yes, it was a little tiny square in the let's, middle of the screen. Let's, say, let's be honest and say maybe two post it notes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe an index card. Yeah. There we go. Why? Why not just give you the whole screen? But oh. there's there's something about this game that sort of got me addicted, mainly because I'm pretty sure half the puzzles it gave us weren't even possible to solve. The very I'm first certain puzzle, the first one wasn't solvable. The first one, neither of us could or do it. Or the second one. Yeah. Neither of us could figure it out. I'm fairly certain it can't be done. <laughs> because there's only... You're pushing blocks around, basically, like Zelda. Yeah. But unlike Link, you can't grab the block and pull it back towards you. You can only push it. So if it gets pushed against a wall, it's game over. Or if, I mean, it just okay. did not seem possible. Look, we really brag about our intelligence because people hear us and they know different. Yeah. But, you know, Trevor, you and Derek both have degrees. Mm-hmm. You guys have went through school. And I was like, when I was in third grade, I was on the fifth grade reading level. Exactly. So we're fairly smart. But I'm telling you, I promise you, this game has puzzles that are unsolvable. <laughs> I think they made the assets and then didn't design the puzzles around them. Yes. So I, it's like, oh, wait, that's not going to be solvable. Yeah. Either that or he meant to add a button to let you pull the blocks instead of just push them. Which, which would have saved everything. Yeah, it would have saved yeah, the game. It's worth mentioning that D-pad moves you around and the only other buttons that do anything is the A button skips the puzzle and the B button restarts it over, which we kept pressing accidentally and skipping yep. things. And yep. you can't go back once you skip it. So we, we just kept getting harder and harder puzzles and not being able to solve them. And half the time we'd push boxes we didn't mean to push. Uh, I, the pros I gave this is that you could select the difficulty level, <laughs> which a lot of the games didn't let you do. This one did. But my con was obviously, it's really, really small. <laughs> uh, I gave this game a one. See, I actually gave this game a three because it's the only one so far that I would come back and play. <laughs> <Because I'm just laughs> I, I, think, I think it's gotten inside my head and made me a little crazy. <laughs> you destroyed me as a person. I don't know who I am anymore. I got a question about like, everything in my life now because of you. I wrote that the music was like a, a horror nursery rhyme. Yeah. And I was going to give this a little higher too because I kind of like these little logic puzzles. It gives you puzzles that literally don't I changed it. Solve. Let me, yeah, I changed it to one. Because I'm pretty convinced that none of the puzzles are solvable. <laughs> At least the first two. See, I'm, I'm not convinced. I, mean, I think I can do it still. They had to, they had to reset the console to get out of this game while I was still while I was still. I don't trying. think it can be done. I think it's literally made. I, I would like to know. It. I'll go back and edit this one to a two and a half. If, yeah. if the first puzzle can be beaten. I, okay, if you ever go back at some point and you play that again and you do solve that first one, I'll give it a full point more. <laughs> I yeah. promise you. All right, the next game, uh, the the next game on here, the number twelve is very honest. Is called chess. Chess. Yeah. My quip for this one was, yep. Chess. It's chess. Chess. <laughs> yeah. So my pro was, it's chess. My con is, it's chess. Yep. And my score, I'm going to give it away, it's chess. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's a point five for me because I don't care for chess. I'm going to give it a one just because it's the first game on here that's been as advertised. It's yeah. the first one that you knew what you were getting into yeah. when you started it. It's honest. It's Like Trevor said, it's an honest name, at least. But even if you liked yeah. chess, this would not be the version to play. Oh, There's, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's no. three versions on your phone that would be way better. Yes. Oh, I mean, infinitely time better. Yeah. I gave a one and a half and 1.25 of that simply because I don't actually care for chess either, and I'm a huge board game fan. Um, But... This would be a way that some kids could play a game that actually requires intelligence 
could sharpen your mind. It's not a complete waste of space on like almost everything else we've covered. I'll give it that. Y'all. But it's a terrible version of chess. <laughs> Alright. So uh the next game it was called Memory. Ugh. And it's literally just a match game. <laughs> it's memory with Mahjong tiles. Yeah. That's all, all it is. It, it's not even that because it lets you turn over about eight tiles at a time. Well it depends on your difficulty yeah. level. The higher, dif- the higher the level, the less cards you can turn over. Mm-hmm. Was, but yeah, you can just keep turning them over. Yeah, there's just, no penalty for it. Yeah, there's I no saw. penalty for turning more over. So you just keep clicking and turn as many over as you can until two of them match. There's no yeah. point in trying to remember where anything is. Yeah, so this game is literally pointless. I'm changing my score now. I'm look I was just really in a good mood. Like I gave most of these games higher than I should have. Yeah. This one I wrote that it had the sparsest, slowest music ever. It was like one music note every four or five seconds. It's really it was really similar to the it, Mahjong. Game, it was at this but point slower. It yeah. was at this point we restarted the console because we thought the console yes. might yeah. be overheating. Just to make sure, yeah, <laughs> and slowing yeah. down. <laughs> we thought it was broken. Yeah. Because first of all, it had a little bit of slowdown too. And why would Mahjong oh, have yeah, slow yeah. down? And second of all, the music sounded like ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I think it's slower than that, to be honest with you. I think it was, yeah. Uh, my pro for this was it's technically a match game, I guess. Yeah. Uh, my con is the crazy slow music, like Trevor said. <laughs> I gave this a 0.5. I gave it a 1. I don't know. I was on some kind of happy sauce. <laughs> I didn't give it anything. So, 0.5 for you then. No, that's a 0. <laughs> I mean, I gave, okay. I gave it something. No, it no. was a 0. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right. Now, speaking of slowdown, uh, the 14th game we played was called Snake. <sighs> and you just, it's one of those games where you're a snake, and the more things you eat, the longer your snake gets. And it's supposed to be, I think, like the Tron Light Cycle game, where you yeah. can't touch your own tail. Yeah. But it kind of defeats the whole purpose, because it's only you on the screen, and it just moves so slow that it doesn't feel like you're even controlling anything. Yeah, this is this felt like it was... Uh, one of, how many frames uh, per minute do you think this was going? Frames per minute? Yeah. Probably about 20. I mean, it was Maybe. normally normally games you run about thirty frames a second. Second, yes, a second, and this was not running even one frame per no, second. I, I mean, there was so much time to make a decision that it took the game out of the game. I'm pretty sure that I don't know if it was called Snake, but I'm pretty sure there was an Atari twenty six hundred. Yeah, right. I mean, it was the same exact game pretty much, but at least it had some tenseness to it because you had to you had to have some instant reactions. This it's so slow it took everything out of it. Yeah, you actually said that it runs at half a frame per second. And I wrote that down because I looked, and that's pretty accurate. Half a frame to maybe one frame per second. Yeah. And that is absurd. It it's really is. trash. So the pro I gave this is that it it sort of, and I do mean sort of, that's in quotation marks, it sort of works. Technically, yeah. it works. Technically. It booted up. That's about yeah. all. <laughs> Con I would give this is that the frame rate is ridiculously slow. I mean, we cannot stress this enough. Yeah. How slow that frame rate I think we is. started the system over again after this one because it ran so slow. We actually played a different game on there, an actual Sega game on there, just and to it was make fine. sure and it was yeah. fine. So it wasn't yeah. slow now, well, it was just the game. It was, well, it was none fine. of the games on here are that fine. It was fine by its standards. Can we take a pause moment here and say if you're thinking about buying the system for the non crappy games we're talking about, like Sonic Two, still buyer beware. Yeah. Because they're really off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the music, like, we, if you go back and listen to our Sonic 2 review, one of the things that we absolutely love about Sonic 2 is the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And this, to say that this does that an injustice, is an injustice. Is, is letting it get off easy. <laughs> off easy for it. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, but anyway, Snake, what did you give it? I gave it a one. A one, well. I gave it a zero. <laughs> I gave it a point five. Yeah. To I think that's why I started getting harsher. <laughs> to be fair, we, we did make Derek play this and yeah. I didn't play it. So. Yeah, that's probably You know what? I, I didn't play it either. That's I probably why I gave it a zero. <laughs> yeah. And you might think this is ridiculous that we're signing scores to games and me and Johnny didn't play some of them. 
You didn't yes. have to. You yes. could watch yes. them and know exactly what's happening. Yeah. All right. So uh, the next game we play, this is the sports game, Trevor. Yes. Yeah, we're playing a sports game. Number 15 is air hockey. I like air hockey. Now. The real thing. Yeah. Uh, this is if you took air hockey and you just made it chaos <laughs> and you changed some of the rules. Like when you think of air hockey, you think I got to get my, uh, I got to get the puck into my opponents, the middle where the net is. Yeah. That's what you think it should be. But this game says, no, I don't think so. Uh, you got to hit it on the sides instead for some strange reason. If you hit the puck straight down the middle, it's not going in. No. You got to like, clip the edges. And I wrote down that it's completely broken yes. and terrible collision. Because, Derek, what did you discover when you were playing back accident with your puck? I don't even remember what I discovered. It's you can move your puck completely onto the other person's oh, side. Yeah. yeah. And just hang out on their side. Yeah. So it's like broken <laughs> yeah. air hockey. But in all fairness to this one, we did get a quick laugh out of it because of that. It was yeah. way more fun than it should have been because it's broken. I, I think here's exactly <laughs> what happened. Somebody at Games in California called up somebody at Games in Brazil. The at Games guy in California left a 10-second voicemail describing air hockey, and the guy in Brazil <laughs> translated it to Portuguese and, and just Google translated it yeah. and tried to make an air hockey game having never seen air hockey yeah. in, in real life. What yeah. I thought was like, take the Space Invaders clone or the Zuma clone. It makes sense they would change them up because they don't want to get sued. Yeah. Did they think they were going to get sued for copying air hockey? <laughs> I guess so. I think they did. you got to be safe, Trevor. You never know these days. But the game does tell you good lucky. It does. Yeah. Very yeah. kind of him. Good lucky, uh, yeah. which is we all we all need a little bit of yeah. a you know a little pat on the back and a little bit of a good lucky buddy. Well, this uh, one made me. I'll go first. This one made me mad. I gave it a point five out of ten because I wanted it to be fun. There's no reason this couldn't have been fun. I I gave my pro for this was that it was unintentionally fun at moments. Yeah. Or for a moment, the con was obviously the controls. Though in a weird way. The controls, the fact that they were like that, the, they were broken, that I could go on the other person's side, kind of added to the fun in a weird way. Yeah. Because I've never played a hockey, an air hockey game that's like that. Yeah. Uh, so, I, honestly, just for that, I gave this a 3.5. Wow. Because <laughs> of that little bit of fun. Wow. For the split moment, because I've been hit with uh, Mahjong Solitaire and Chess and Memory and Snake. And then at least I got this little fleeting moment where I got to smile for a second and it felt real in that one moment. So Johnny has yep. lost his mind. It finally <laughs> happened. <laughs> and I gave it a one just because there was something enjoyable there and it was two players. Anything two players gets one point. So, I mean, that's that tells you what it is really. Is I zero. wanted to, but it made me mad because it was so broken. Anyway, speaking of broken, Johnny. Uh, the next game was... Well, <laughs> I don't know if this one's broken or not. Honestly, well, Spider yeah. is what it's called. Trevor, what was your little quip about Spider? Uh, I just wrote, lock gun shooter without a lock gun, and protect your anniversary cake. <laughs> <laughs> so the gist of this is, there's spiders. For whatever reason, you live in a terrible house. It's your anniversary. This game is worth it just to play and see the instructions for how they're translated. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that. You need to check it out. Uh, but the gist of it is, it's your anniversary. You have a cake. You got to protect the cake from all this like hundreds and hundreds of spiders yes. that are in your house and are falling on your cake. So you got to shoot them before they get there. At least that's an action game. Yeah. It's not Mahjong or chess. Um, and I've never known spiders to eat cake, but apparently no, they apparently, love it. Yeah. Apparently they love it. <laughs> yeah. And what's that anniversary cake anyways? I, I think they meant birthday cake. And I noticed <laughs> yeah. on the birthday cake, there were four candles. So I'm, I'm hoping the people that designed this game were about four years old. And then it'd be a pretty good effort. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the pro I gave this was technically, this was a, a fairly good original concept in a way. Like it was pretty original to me. It was I don't spiders know. eating cake. I don't yeah. think about that every day. I don't day. think about that at all. Yeah. Uh, 
the con was that poor cake. There's a great screen if you lose of the spider just chowing down on your cake. And he actually yeah. cuts a clean piece out of the cake. Like, yeah. A yeah. clean piece yeah. cut out with the spider eating it's it. It's honestly yeah. pretty great. I really did love that It's part. one of the few moments of genuine charm yeah. in this whole thing. Yeah. So I gave this yeah. another three and a half. Wow. <laughs> Johnny's lost his mind. It's, He's it's, lost it. It's spiders eating a cake, Trevor. By comparison to... They cut out a slice of cake. To Jack's pee or whatever that was called. I guess this is not insane. Comparison to everything else that's ever existed. Uh, 1.5 for me, and I thought that was generous. Back in the early days of the internet, this would have been a pretty terrible Flash game back 20 years ago. Uh, I gave it a a 1.5 just because this is the first game where you shoot something that doesn't sound like the same sound effect. It actually has a new sound effect for shooting the insecticide at the spider. At this point, it didn't take much to impress us, did it? (laughs) But finally, the next one, I mean, just from the title... I could tell this is going to be like a big epic battle game. Oh, you're talking about naval power. Naval power, yeah. Yeah, the power of your belly button. Yeah. <laughs> or as I wrote down, Battleship minus all the thought. That's a good way to put it, because that's yep. what this was. Yeah. Uh, my pro for this was, uh, there's a noise when you hit a ship, and it sounds like a cat purring. And I kind of enjoyed it a little bit. Yeah. And my con was, is that it's, it's pointless. <laughs> it truly is pointless. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there's no. It doesn't even let you choose where to put your ships. Not like it would matter because the computer's going to know exactly where you put them yeah. anyway. I don't think the computer yeah. ever missed. It started to at the end. At the first, it knocked out like three of Trevor's ships right away, and then it started just missing every time to oh. let him catch up. This. What was the point? I mean, they ripped off Battleship but took out all the decisions. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down that it was horrid and pointless, <laughs> and I gave it a point yeah. five out of ten. Which is also how Trevor describes my life when he's talking to other That's people right. about me. I gave this a 1.0. I gave it a point five just because I, I like Battleship the game and yeah. this That's makes, this makes me want one. to play it. Yeah, this is the only reason I got a one for me because I actually like the actual Battleship game. All right, now the next game may have the best name of all these games on here, and that of course is Mr. Balls. Oh, that's not what I have next. Yeah, I didn't even write down Mr. Balls. Oh my goodness! Oh, How my- did you leave out Mr. Balls? <laughs> I left out the big one. I was up getting your food. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Mr. Balls is the next one. Uh, Trevor, you have played it and seen it though. Oh yeah. How would you describe? Okay, first of all, there's a, this game actually has a backstory to it <laughs> that we discovered. Yeah, and it's about Mr. Balls. It's the character's name and his brother, who doesn't get a name. Uh, so it's <laughs> Mr. Balls and his bro, and uh, they're trying to escape or something, I think. <laughs> and we yeah. got to help him. But then you get the actual game, and I cannot tell you for the life of me what the game is or what you're supposed to do. These pink balls are dancing all over the screen. They've have faces on them. And it's another stupid puzzle game, but I have no idea how it works. Yeah, no clue. <laughs> um, it's Basically, if you click on a ball and there's not a ball next to it, the ball you click on will disappear, but all the spaces around you will be filled with balls. Yeah. So, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It's, the, the music in this one is hilariously bad. We, we've, we've de-emphasized the music because we became so numb to it by the end of this three and a half hour session. Yes. Yes. But the music is... You cannot believe how bad it is unless you find a way to play these yourself. It's like if somebody's going to torture you mm-hmm. and they're going to put a drill, a loud drill, yeah. into your ear. And then it's going to hurt and it's going to hurt and hurt and hurt and be loud and then it's going to puncture your eardrum. Yeah. But then in a weird way, it's almost euphoria because you're just used to the silence then from then on out. You just mm-hmm. hear a, a mind-numbing... That's kind of where this music was. Most of these games, including this one, would have been better if you were deaf. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. The drill is a good comparison. I, I probably shouldn't try to do this because audio podcast. 
but it was like er, er, er. that was the music. Yeah, that's fairly good. Yeah. I mean, it was like yeah. horrible. Horrible. I sounds. may have to get at games to contact you. <laughs> Copyrighted for Mr. Balls Two: uh, The Revenge of the Balls. <laughs> so let's just turn and cough to Derek. What do you think? <laughs> I, I get. I'm pretty. This is where the thought entered my mind is. I would rather hear the sound of my own firing squad than any more of this game. <laughs> that, was, that was looking like the best option. I gave it a 0.5 just because balls. All right, I gave my pro for this game was obviously it has a fantastic name. Yeah. But my con is I still don't. I've seen this. I played this once. I've seen it played twice. I still don't understand what to do. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how to play this game. But for the name alone, Mr. Balls, I gave it a two. Just for the name. <laughs> because I'm a juvenile, and I thought that name was funny. I become realistic as we go, and Johnny's just going to La La Land. <laughs> it's gone um, in his head. The only pro to this game is that it has dancing balls, and it's called Mr. Balls. Yeah. It gets a 0.5. Yeah. Okay. Well, the next game on our list is called Cannon. Trevor, when I say Cannon, what do you think we're going to do? Um, well, all I wrote down for this one is shoot cannons back and forth. And that's all it is. And that's yeah. all it is. It's technically <laughs> a player game. It's two cannons. One's on one side and one's on the other side of like a, like what, like a valley in the like middle? A chasm. Yeah. yeah. And you're just trying to shoot each other and there's wind blowing. That's literally it. Yeah, so you gotta, yeah. you adjust your aim up and down and then your power and then you try to measure in the wind. Me and Johnny played this for probably about five minutes. We probably shot 10 or 15 cannon fire volleys each yeah and we hit each other well johnny hit me once and it didn't count and i hit him once <laughs> and it counted. but the, the game you have to hit each other five times before you're eliminated yeah and it would take forever i mean this would be probably a two-hour game if you actually played it to completion yes you have to hit pixel perfect right on their cannon um it's it's boring it's lame yeah uh bad music i don't remember the music for this one because i just wrote bad so it must not be as atrocious as mr balls yeah. this is one of the games where like i feel like this game probably exists for Atari that I've never played. And I feel like with Atari graphics and the Atari joystick, it would have a charm that you'd want to play it for a few minutes. But yeah. with updated graphics and a Genesis controller, yeah. it just makes you realize how much of a game it isn't. And when we say updated graphics, just don't go into it expecting it being amazing. Just no. Yeah, it's it's more than black and white yeah. is what I mean. <laughs> There's color involved. Updated yet worse. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's by far yeah. worse than it would be on the Atari. Yeah, my pro for this was you could technically shoot each other. Yeah. Uh, but the con was this was beyond boring. Yeah, I gave this a zero point five. I gave it a zero point five as well, just because there was to show you which way the wind was blowing. There was a big green arrow, but also they added in the effects of plus signs floating through the air in the direction of the wind blowing. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a one out of ten because you could shoot things. Every <laughs> game that lets you shoot something in this was an improvement to me over more <laughs> chess and snakes and mahjong. Yeah. Well, Trevor, you're in luck then because the next game is called. Fight or lose. Yes, fight or lose. That's right. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see how App this Games is gonna be does fun. like a Street Fighter game. That's right. You know it's what this is going to oh, be, yeah. right? Well, let me pull that rug out from under you. Oh, it's chess, but worse. <laughs> yes. That's all I wrote. <laughs> I don't even get it. All You you just play as the, the rook. That's the only character you get to play as. Yeah. And it's different chess arrangements. And that's the game. Yeah. I, my pro and my con were the same. And they were... I wrote this, and I'm quoting myself, I just won't. <laughs> That's my quote. Uh, because I refused to play it. I yeah. literally refused to play this one. I was angry at this point. Yeah. I was. I gave this, I wouldn't give my score. I gave this a zero. Uh, this one was looked so bad, I couldn't even be bothered to look up from my depressed <laughs> stupor that the rest of the games had got me in. <laughs> so, at zero. 
I also gave this one a pity one point because I feel like if you love chess, maybe there's some chess moves in here. Yeah. So I'm just assuming for some people this is a one out of ten. So I was just being generous again. That's just being nice. Johnny, I think we should do one more game before we cut for commercial break. Okay. Let's make good. it a good one. All right. You know what we will? Trevor, there's a certain game that we love. Derek loves it too. Mm. Yep. It's called Pitch Car. I oh, don't know man. if you've ever heard of this game, but it's crazy awesome. It's not a video game. It's more, what would you call it? Can this? I take a moment to explain this game? Yeah, I go would, ahead. People need to check this out. In some countries, it's called Carabonde or Pitch Car. It's little wooden discs with little indie cars decaled on them. And you're flicking these wooden discs around a wooden track. Think a slot car track. Yeah. Except it's made out of wood and connects together. There's rails. There's jumps. You can make your own tracks and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. It's awesome. You can knock each other off the track. It's like playing with toy cars as an adult. It's the closest to me that a... I'm using this term loosely. A board game yeah. could get to being like RC Pro-Am or something. Yes. And that's why I, that's why I love it. Go YouTube at Pitch Car. Watch yeah. people play it. It's so much fun. And look at just look at people's awesome tracks they've come up with. And I, I can't believe that they made a game about Pitch Car on this console. But they technically did. And it's called Bottle Taps Race. Bottle Taps? That's what I wrote down I, there. I wrote Bottle Caps. Oh, no, it, it was... You would, it was either taps? supposed to be tops or caps, but they wrote taps. Okay, so <laughs> bottle right. taps. Yeah, bubble wow. taps. Race. Okay, well, which yep. is which is ironic because the whole problem with this game is you can't tap each other. That's the whole point yeah. of pitch car yeah. is you knock each other off the track, you ram into each other, or you ram into the the corners and slide around. This yeah. there's no barrier, so you just go off the track. You can't touch each other. You just go right through. There's and a it's, lo- it's also only one player. Correct? This is yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. This could have been should have been easily, two player at least. Easily two player. It could have been four player. Just pass the controller yeah, easily. Five more minutes of design work and just make it where if you hit somebody's other, it would change the directions and stuff. Yeah. Have have actual contact. Uh, to be fair to it, there were there wasn't like I think nine tracks. I think a lot more content than yeah. some of these games. Yeah, so I'll give it that. My pro for this was that it has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would love if somebody actually made a real game of this. I mean, yeah. really got into it and really made a real game. I don't think there is a digital implementation implementation of pitch con. Yeah, that's a good word. I'm assuming you said it right. Yeah, implementation. Uh, but the con I had to this was it never remotely came close. No. Yeah, it had a ton of potential and fulfilled 0% of it. Yeah. So I gave it a zero. I understand being lazy, but I don't understand. Instead of designing the AI, why not just let you pass the controller around and play multiplayer? That's yeah. the only way this could be any fun. Yeah. But they don't. I wrote down a 2 out of 10. It's just, I love Pitch Car so much. And at least somebody out there apparently has played Pitch Car. Or at least gets the idea. But they yeah. ruined it. I gave this a 1 out of 10. And it's purely because yeah. I love Pitch Car. It's the only reason. Yeah. And this came... And the fact that they even tried to do it, I gave it a 1. See, I gave I'm it literally a, bleeding. I, I gave it a zero. <laughs> Trevor made himself bleed. He's so mad that he did this he's, tonight he's to... that he's cut himself with his own ear. It's just because that music he had to hear. He cut himself. It's that pencil. See, I, I gave it a zero because I like pitch car so much, and yeah. this is such a terrible implementation. I understand of it. that. That makes sense. All right. Well, you know what? Speaking of imitation, we played a game after that called, called Bomber. Commercial Break. Oh, yeah. Commercial Break. You're right. Commercial Break. Let's go to a commercial so you don't have to hear us droning on for at least a little bit. Roll it. Young Bobby Engels has a problem. He needs to earn the respect of his peers. So he gets Sega Genesis, the ultimate action system. And then he buys Mortal Kombat, the arcade edition, and the all-new Shinobi 3, and Marvel's X-Men. Now, things are pretty much okay. I said chocolate chip. See, see you. 
And we're back. Everybody needs that break. Yep, Trevor's still bleeding. bleeding. (laughs) So, Trevor, you said before, before I was really interrupted, because I'd forgotten you had mentioned we should go to commercial break. Uh, The next game is... uh, it's Bomberman, but just take out the man and call it Bomber. Bomber. Yeah. Use, use the same font, though. Oh, yeah. Yes. The font's the same. This title screen is a direct ripoff of Bomberman. <laughs> yes. But I immediately got excited when we saw that title yeah. screen. <laughs> because all three of us really do love Bomberman. Yes. I yeah. love Bomberman so much, I never get tired of them. I really don't. I think I have... I know I have the original on Super Nintendo, and I think I have... It's either two or three, the Super Famicom version. I have... um. Uh, the Sega Genesis one, whatever that's called. I, I love it. I know you have a DS version. But I have that's... a DS version. I even got a Japanese, a Super Famicom game that is like a ripoff of Bomberman, but a good ripoff. So I don't care if it's a ripoff. I was excited. Yeah. And I, I got to say, honestly, we had fun with this one. Yeah. Because it's a ripoff of Bomberman. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's some things they did wrong I would change. Like in Bomberman, you don't get more than one life at, per thing. Once you get hit, you're done for for that turn. Yeah. This one lets you have like three hits. Which, yeah, yeah, which takes all the stress out of Bomberman, really, yeah. until you get down to the last hit. That was a really bad decision. The, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the other really bad decision was the music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. They could have just let the music out completely. It would have been fine. And it was random. It, it wasn't yeah. playing the whole time. It would just play whenever it, it wanted to. It would play about four notes, <laughs> yeah. and then a few second pause, and then four more notes. Yeah. And then just back to the first four, and then another pause. It was... Just awful music. Trevor, what did you give this game? I'm very well, curious what you gave I'm going to take a little more time with my score on this one because I told you from the start, my goal was to find one hidden gem yeah. among all these games. And in the first 21 games, this was the closest we got. So if you take Super Bomberman, like the very classic, to me, very classic four-player Bomberman, it's my sport if we play it for the show. But as of right now, I'd probably give that game Eight and a half or nine out of ten. I love Bomberman. Especially if a lot of people are playing. Yes. Yeah, it's all about the multiplayer. Which we should say, this did have two player. Yeah, two. Only two, but still two. Thankfully. So if you take Super Bomberman as a nine, uh, cut it down to a six because this only has two player, not four player. This only has one course, I believe. Yeah. Compared to like eight in the original Super Bomberman. So that cuts it down to about a four. And then the music is atrocious, um, but you can mute it. So I, I would say 3.75, which is by far the best score I've given to any game. <laughs> Still way, way, way below mediocre. But it got some of the Bomberman gameplay right, so yeah. 3.75. I'm going to say this is by far the best one we played so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pro was that it was close to Bomberman. I mean, it. it if you're going to copy a game, that'd be a fun one to copy. Yeah. And overall, they did a fairly decent job at it. But the limitations you said are very true. Uh, the con I gave it was the music. The music was by far the worst part to me. Yeah. Like it just kind of every time it would play, it ruined the moment. <laughs> well, they should have just left the music out. What yeah. are they thinking? Just cut the music out. It just just take it out. I gave this honestly. I gave us a. I gave. I actually wrote down a four and a half. I would knock it down to a four because I think a four is more honest and fair. Uh, but honestly, for a, a couple minutes, we did have fun playing this. If all the games were of similar quality to this game, minus this, the music. This is what we were hoping going in for something like this. This system will be worth buying just to check these games out. If they were, if this, if this was the average quality. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah, and like the, the Frogger imitation was so bad, it didn't make me want to play Frogger. The, the Space Invaders imitation was so bad, it didn't make me want to play Space Invaders. This was good enough that it just made me want to play Bomberman, which yeah. is... It's a negative and a positive at the same time, I guess. But it's I gave it a two and a half just because it just made me want Bomberman. Yeah. But it's still, compared to the rest of the games, it's it's the best for sure. 
And we should probably relish in that for a moment. Yeah. Because here's where things turn. Yeah. We should catch up in this. With very few, <laughs> with very few exceptions. That's right. From here on out, we're probably going to hit rapid time a little bit. That's right. So here we go. things take a turn. Yeah, this was... <laughs> this, You know, mountains have a peak. Yeah. Once you go over that peak, it's all downhill from there. So the next game we played was called Checker. And I'm saying that right. Checker. Singular, not plural. It's Chinese checkers. So it's just Chinese checkers. No music, which is an improvement over yeah. most of the other games, because there is none. Actually, the only thing I gave us was a score. I didn't give it a pro or a con, because I was really disappointed. <laughs> I gave it a one and a half, because it functions as Chinese checkers, but Chinese checkers actually isn't even a great game. Yeah, I agree so, with you. I gave it a one. Have at it. There. Yeah, I, I gave it a point five just because it's something. Yeah. Right, Derek is, Derek is way harsher than us. At least. Yeah, I, I mean, I was really getting really, really down by this point. But to be fair, and, we were making them play most of them, <laughs> and it's about to fall off a cliff. Oh, so yeah. I, I shouldn't have been so down at this point. I should have saved that for a little yeah. later on. Well, now we're about to go through a home stretch here. Uh, the next game is called Skeleton Scale. Trevor, what's your little line about this one? Well. I put that this one was actually gentle on the ears. It's the first game on the list so far that doesn't actually assault your ear holes. That's true. It's, the, the music isn't good, but it's they kind of mellow. They don't make your ears bleed. Yeah. Unlike, it's not, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not good music, but it's, it's not assaultive. The music on this game was better than the music on Bomber. Yes. And that's saying something. Uh, but it's math. Literally, this is just yeah. a math game. You're, you, there's a scale, and you're trying to make the scales balance. Have the same number on each side. Uh, my pro was the music was okay. My con was it's math. I'm just remembering we missed something on Bomber. What's that? In the instructions. Did, wasn't it in? Oh, I think I took a picture. What was it? Are you going to save that for Instagram as a tease? to make No, sure everybody... if you remember, go ahead. And then, in the instructions, it says oh, the, yes. the objective of the game is to blow your opponent. <laughs> um, That's what it says. It, it just speaks for itself. We'll move back on, yeah. back on the skeleton. That's scale literally now. what it says. So. Yes. <laughs> Um, so if you want to blow your opponent, play Bomber on the at game system. On skeleton scale, I guess if I was doing pros and cons like you, my pro is I don't actually hate math. And of the math games, and yes, there's more to come. Oh, spoiler alert. This one was kind of like rapid fire. And yeah. as someone who doesn't hate math, I mean, it's probably designed for seven-year-olds. Oh, it didn't, probably. But it as an adult, designed. I could do it quickly, so yeah. it made me feel smart. <laughs> so I gave it a two out of ten. I gave it a 1.5. I gave it a point five. It's, it just—it felt like something that would be in like a very terrible version of Nintendo's Brain Games for the DS. Like, yeah. except in those, you're only supposed to play it for like ten seconds, and then it would jump on to the next yeah. game. Yeah. And then these, it just kept going and going and going. All right. It barely qualifies as a mini game. Now, next is up is hexagons. Uh, I put pointless board game cells versus bacteria. Yeah. Technically, it was two player. Let's yeah. be honest about that. So that's a that's a pro. You know what kills me about this one is it. Again, big board game fan. We all enjoy board games here. This will look like a board game. There's like hexagonal tiles all over, and you can move around. It's like, oh, this is, I wonder if this is ripping off some cool board game. But it seemed completely pointless. Yeah, it really was. I didn't even want to play it. I watched you and Derek play it, and I felt no need to play it. I mean, I get it. You're supposed to make your cells spread or your bacteria spread. (laughs) But there's no strategy to it. You just move. It's so pointless. Yeah, it's every time you move next to an opponent's player, you capture that player, but yeah. you, you only capture the ones right next to it, so they would just move right back and capture it again. It was, I'm sure there was some strategy there, but it was so unbearable to get that far. Yeah, my pro and my con were the same, and it was this. <sighs> yes. I gave this a 0. 0.5. <laughs> I feel like I'm being way more generous than you guys, but I think what it is for me, 
I'm a pretty harsh reviewer once you get to a five out of ten and up. Like it takes a lot, like a six to a seven, yeah, to an eight. A nine is almost unheard of for me. But when you're down like in the one to two range, it's just different levels of bad. I gave this a one point five because it may, reminded me of a legit board game. As long as you don't play it, yeah. So one point five, pure you, garbage. You've got like a weighted scale. It's it's yeah. up at the top. It's much harder yeah. to get a point. Though. You got like a skeleton yeah. scale. But anything under two is hot trash. Make no mistake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I gave it a point five, but. So we're on the same page with that one. Yeah. All right, next up was Whack a Wolf. <laughs> it kind of speaks for itself. That's kind of like the bomber game where you're dropping. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, but this one, you're just. Uh, you're <laughs> this one is like Whack a Mole, but it's a wolf. Yeah. yeah so you, is. there's four bushes on the screen. Yep. And either a wolf or a little red riding hood pops out from behind them. You you press the direction on the D pad and A to whack the wolf. Yeah. Over and over and, and over, over and over. What I wrote about this one is exactly what you think it is. And it has a horrible version of Pop Goes the Weasel in the background. It does. Yes. My pro, version. my pro for this was, why does this exist? <laughs> my con for this is, this is just taking up space. <laughs> I gave this a one. Because I, at least it was colorful. I gave it a one as well, just because it had a theme. At least it was Red Riding Hood and yeah. a wolf and then a song that made well, no guess sense. guess what, guys? I gave it a one as well. Oh! <laughs> Alright, next up was a game called... Uh, when I say game from here on out, it's very loosely. <laughs> I'm saying it very loosely. Called Mirror Mirror. Uh, this was just a game. It was a puzzle game where there's two sides and trying to match where the numbers go, technically. Uh, the pro I wrote for this one, I just put a question mark. <laughs> and the con I put was everything. Everything about this game I just hated. And I'm the one who played it. <laughs> yeah. I just wrote it's another wretched puzzle game. <laughs> well, it's kept, it's not even hardly a puzzle game. It's no. barely a puzzle it's game. It's a wretched it, math it, game yeah. without it, math. It has a grid full of letters, and it shows you two letters at the top of the screen, and your job is to simply hover over the letter and click on it. Yeah. And the first four or five times it does this, there's no puzzle to it. It's just As, at all. It shows you two letters, and you have to find those two letters on the screen. But then it'll actually start and flipping the board yeah, around. Then it starts flipping the board around, and it shows you which direction it's flipped, and you've got to figure out where yeah. the coordinating letter is. But it's... It it sounds much more interesting describing it than it oh, was. Most of these games do. I gave it a one. The thing about this one that stood out was the music, which is amazing to stand out in this crowd, and that it was horrible, but it sounded like a glitching, otherworldly keyboard. Yeah. Like, it was so odd. Yeah, which is... Terribly odd. Which is honestly most of the music on this whole system. That's true. <laughs> uh, I gave it a point five out of 10. I hated this. Yeah, what'd you give it? I gave it a one. Just, All right. Wow. All right, next up... For Derek, that's Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of... Piqued my interest. For the next, the next <laughs> game was called Panic Life. Are you sure it wasn't Lift? Yeah, I think it was Panic Lift. Oh, sorry. The, Derek <laughs> and Johnny's defense, the thing is so dang blurry. Oh, I barely <laughs> tell. Maybe I, was, maybe I was actually panicking and, from my own life because we've been playing this. In the instructions for each of these games, there were so many translation <laughs> errors. Sorry, my that, fault. <laughs> that it could easily be life. I remember looking at it like, why is it even called that? Because you're in an elevator and it doesn't make any yeah. sense. But all right, because I thought they were panicking for their life in the elevator. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right, anyway. So this could have been called Ride the Elevator. Yeah. You're just literally trying to stop the elevator at the different places all these people want to get off at. Yeah. Yeah. Literally it. Uh, I will say that my pro for this was some of the character designs were pretty funny. Yeah. Like, some of these characters were very uh, wild and crazy looking. One of them had obvious back problems. Yeah, with yeah. the cane one, and the yeah, walker. Yeah, and there's all kinds of different characters. And there's, I mean, that actually kind of dug the character designs. Yeah. But it's barely a game. We're just and stopping it on a number. The music was terrible, but it actually fit the game. Yeah. Because it sounded like really bad elevator music. Yeah. 
Yeah, as a memory game yeah. for a kid, I think this one was not not well done, but compared to some of the other ones, it was decent. Because you'd have two or three people coming on the elevator in different orders yeah. and wanting to get off on a different floor. So you had to not only remember the numbers, but make sure you hit it on the way past. Because if you miss somebody's floor, then it's game over and it starts you over again. That's right. I gave this game a two because compared to all the direct we played before, it was at least a little better done, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah, I, I gave it a two <laughs> as well. I just gave it one and a half. I kind of wish I'd spent more time on this one, but... I thought that's probably about where I'd land anyways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the fifth floor? Yeah. yeah. Next up was a game called Black Sheep. I wrote that it's another stupid puzzle game with no puzzle. There's no puzzle involved. Yeah. It's just a bunch of black sheep and you got to push a direction. <laughs> that's technically it. Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, a sheep be looking in a weird, strange direction. That's the direction you push it in. Uh, I, my pro for this was it was fairly easy. Mm-hmm. Like Derek could just rush through it like it was nothing. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't have to think. You just have to look at where they're looking at. Yeah. Uh, and I, my con was, how is this a game? <laughs> yeah, it's not even, it's, I, I thought maybe they were designing it for four and five year olds as a learning game, but there's nothing to even learn here. I mean, it's just the sheep are looking a direction and you push the air that direction. So I, I don't know what the game is. Yeah. What do you give this? I gave it a 0. 0.5. <laughs> I don't know it? why. What'd you give it, Trevor? Well, I did say it's bad, but... There's two things that elevated this game for me. Three, actually. One, it's one of the few games in this collection that looks like it could belong on a 16-bit system if you didn't look too closely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the music sounded like it belonged on a farm. Uh, yeah, so it did, works. Yeah. And I kind of liked that it's so quick and easy that you could just, you know, it's all about being fast. Yeah. I gave it a one and a half because I'm a nice person. I gave it a one purely because I really thought the character sheep, the sheep designs were actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but maybe it's just the artist ending. I don't know. All right, the next game, of course, uh, has a great name to it, too. I mean, when you hear this name, you just want to play it. It's called Flash Memory. Even the name, uh, the name of it kind of fits what the game is, in all fairness, because this game is beyond boring. It has a horrid version of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star playing in the background. Oh, I wrote it had had a pleasant background. It's Flash Music. (laughs) (laughs) The background itself was pleasant, but the music... It was Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I, I wonder what you are. Sure. I did write that the game itself was less aggressively unpleasant, though, <laughs> than most of the games on here. Yeah. yeah. Like, it didn't hit you in the face with this horridness. That's unfair. You just slowly realized it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a 1.8 because it's it's appropriate for just 1.8. 1.8. Okay. Just, <laughs> He's just making it hard on me to yeah. have these scores yeah. up. Just. Wait, here, let me help you. 1.5. <laughs> because it's it's appropriate for little tiny children. Technically, you should okay, make see. it a 2 if you want to round it up. If this came out in in 96 or 97, the late 90s, then I could see how this would be a good kids game. Like maybe on one of those old VTech laptops or something. But this came out in the age of iPads. No kid is going to play this, even as a learning game. Like if you locked their iPad down to only learning games, there would be a thousand better than this. So I just can't figure out who at games decided they would put this on the collection. I have to assume these games were made in the late 90s and they're just now surfacing for the thousandth time here, but we couldn't find anything online about when they were made or who mm-hmm. made them. So you think they would be plastered all over the internet if they were really that old. This is really, is this is the most amazing thing. And if you're going to take anything from this episode, from what we can tell at games is based in California and the United States. We think, we think it's very tough to get information about them. So their worldview, if they're really based in the United States, you would imagine would be comparable to ours. I'm going to just tell you, we're spending way too much time on this. Um, <laughs> I don't understand who's who decides to put this stuff in there. It just blows my mind. What do you give it? I already gave Flash Memory a one and a half. I gave it a one. I gave it a point five. Okay. 
Next up was a game called Brain Switch. Ooh. And right here is about where I switched my brain off. That's a good... This is number 30, by the way, out of 41. That's right. Uh, uh, stupid math game was my quote. I put... Uh, you technically are just picking yes or no. It's just throwing some numbers and stuff up at mm-hmm. you. And uh, you got to pick if it's if it fits it, I guess, is the best way to put it. I don't even yeah, know there, how to there's describe two, it. There's two boxes. One that says a vowel and one that says an even number. Yeah. And if an even number appears in the even number box, you hit yes. Yeah, if a vowel right. appears in the vowel box, you hit yes. Yeah, Scores. My pro That's and, it. My pro and my con were both yuck. Yep. Uh, I gave us a one. I gave it a zero. Uh, I gave it a two because... What? No, listen. Where did the two come from? <laughs> because the math is correct. Unlike, oh. all, unlike a lot of the other games on here, this one could help kids learn. It's because of Trevor that this game uh, spawned a sequel. Because the next game we play was called <laughs> yeah. Mega Brain Switch. Which I wrote nothing about because I didn't care. <laughs> which instead of two pedals, I gave you four. Uh, that's the only difference. My pro was I guess it was tougher and more challenging than the first one. Uh, but it's still boring as I'll get out. It was it was tougher and more challenging than the first one, enough so that the three and four year olds that would have liked Brain Switch would hate this. Yeah. So it's even yeah. worse. I gave us a one and a half because it was technically, I guess, a better game than the other one. I still gave it a zero. <laughs> so if I double my two, that'd be a four. But instead, I'm going to give it a, a one and a half because I thought it was worse somehow. Yeah. Now, the next game uh, I feel was appropriately named, <laughs> and it was called Hidden Agenda. And I I think it was called that because the agenda of this game is pretty well hidden. So the, the note I wrote on this was the blue bunny follows the rule. Yeah. I couldn't describe to you what this game was. I wouldn't know how to tell you how to play Here's it. Here's how you describe it. Uh, for anybody who's ever watched Lost, yeah. there's this this scene in Lost where these, these people are being brainwashed by watching random videos. I don't remember all the details. It just flashes a different video just coming right at them really yeah. fast. That's what this is. Yeah. It's random garbage. There's like blue bunnies and red puppies, and <laughs> you're supposed to find out which ones follow yeah. the rule. Yeah, there's kitty cats in there. But it's not making this up. It doesn't give you any idea what the rule is. You just have to keep getting yeah. it wrong yeah. until you find out what the it's rule is. It's a logic is. puzzle that's illogical. And if, when you click on how to play, it helps you none. Yeah. Uh, I gave this, uh, I, my pro was the agenda is pretty well hidden. <laughs> yeah, uh, as my, advertised. Yeah, and my con is, why? <laughs> and I gave this a 0.5. I gave it a 0.5 as well. I gave it a 1.25. You can round, you you can round down to a 1. <laughs> All these games that I felt like were trying to be educational, I feel like at least they're not complete vapor because maybe a kid will No, they something. are. They are complete vapor. It, before an iPad, but, before the iPad, yeah. some of these games a kid or two would have enjoyed. Maybe a weird homeschooler. I played but, Number Munchers <laughs> when I was a kindergarten in uh, the 80s, and that's a much better game than any of these. Well, I'll give Number Munchers more than a 1. <laughs> yeah. Number Munchers. You don't understand how bad a 1 out of 10 is. It turns on and it's not I Uncanny do. X-Men. That's why I gave it a point five. <laughs> I really feel like I need to go back and play Uncanny X-Men because I don't see how it can be worse. Well, I'll be honest. Uncanny X-Men is worse in that it was a professionally published game that was money okay. was spent on. Yeah. But. Advertised and all. I guess I'm really not treating these like they are $50 games, to be honest. Right, yeah. The next game, speaking of which, is called Dinosaur Puzzle. Now, we're getting to a whole list of these games that are very much related in the dinosaur era. I personally love dinosaurs, so, you know, maybe I'll like these. What do you think? Nope. 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 <laughs> uh, the pro for Dinosaur Puzzle is uh, pro. There are dinosaurs. But Macanius, it's a waste of dinosaurs. <laughs> My note was it's another godforsaken, drugged out puzzle game that makes no sense. <laughs> and use the puzzle we're using lightly, by yes, the way. But it has better music. It does have better music. Yeah, it is. It is a pretty forsaken thing. Like we, uh, I felt this was my idea to do this, 
And I just want to take this moment to apologize to you, bro. <laughs> I am I am so sorry. I know this is all because I brought a Vegemite last time. <laughs> this <laughs> is getting a, back at yeah, me. Yeah. I gave this a 0. 0.5 just because there was a dinosaur. <laughs> I gave it a 0 because it was hot trash. <laughs> I gave it a 1 because it turn on, turns on and it's made for kids. <laughs> it's a turn on. It's a turn on. <laughs> It's just steaming pile of garbage. I just give it one flower. Johnny gives it no flies. That's right. Uh, next is a, a dominant is a game called Dominant Amber. Uh, what a stupid name for this game. That sounds. Can I write good? That sounds epic. I'm assuming those what looked like cracked eggs were supposed to be like fossilized amber or something. <laughs> I'm going to read you a quote. Trevor said something and I quoted him on it because I loved it. Uh, as soon as this game started playing, he goes, and I'm quoting Trevor Franklin here. More dadgum puzzle crap. <laughs> and yeah. to be fair, he wasn't wrong. That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. That's such then, a cool name to be such garbage. So there's there's white and yellow eggs on the screen, and all you have to do is pick which there's more of. Yeah. Yep. There's more yellow eggs, more yellow. Yeah. There's more and white then, eggs, more white. And then yeah. suddenly it'll pop up reverse on the screen, and you have to pick which there's less of. Yeah. Which I think I've seen this game before in some, uh, something else. But- Probably on a Tamagotchi. Yeah, but uh, my pro for this was that it was easy. <laughs> my con for this, though, was that it really shouldn't exist. This should not exist. I gave this, uh, I gave this a one, and I feel like I'm way I, too generous. Yeah, I gave it a one as well, and I really don't know why. Well, we're dominant syncing up again. I gave it a one. Okay. All right, next up was a game called Hide and Seek. Idiotic. That's yep. the only thing I wrote down for this one. I put uh, the eggs are colorful. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember this one. I was, I'm getting ready to be honest. I don't remember this one. Either. There was a dinosaur hidden in the egg. You had to find out which egg he was in. Uh, oh yes, the egg, like the old peanut and shell game yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's little oh, yeah, yeah. The eggs were colorful. I hate that I remember it. Y'all did because I feel worse. <laughs> I played it and I didn't remember it. <laughs> the con that I just I most the, the con that I wrote was it's just a horrible game. It's just horrible. It's <laughs> yeah. I gave it a zero point five because I had colorful eggs. I gave it a one because it's for little kids and it's got colorful eggs. <laughs> I gave it a point five yeah. because I had to give it something. All right, next up is a game called Jura Formula. That's J U R A. That's a cool name. Yeah. Please be a racing game. Please be a racing game. Well, I'm going to go ahead and make you feel good about yourself, Trevor. This is another dadgum puzzle math game. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my pro for this was there's a pterodactyl on the bottom of the screen if you look hard enough. <laughs> This is just pure math. It's not even trying to hide it. Yeah. The only thing I wrote down is this puzzle game has less aggressive, less aggressive but equally terrible music. Uh, my con was it's math. Yeah. Uh, I gave this a zero point five, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> this this is the only one I didn't write a score for. Uh oh. But it's a one because it's no better or worse than the last three math games. <laughs> give it a zero point five. <laughs> All right. Next up is called Lost World Sudoku. Now, if you like Sudoku, you're in luck, because that's what this is. My pro for this was it's Sudoku. My con for this was that it's Sudoku. And my score for this was that it's Sudoku. <laughs> so I'm going to give it, because I don't care about Sudoku, a 0.5. I, I'm going to give this one a, a one and a half, just because if you like this, I mean, the, I don't think there was anything inherently broken with it. The music wasn't super annoying. So one and a half. I gave it a two out of ten for the same reason, because I thought if you like Sudoku, um... That is what it is. Yeah. It's just bare bones as can be. And it technically worked. Yeah. Uh, the next up was a game I was anxious to play just based on the name. Yes. And it's called Meatloaf Rotation. Meatloaf Rotation. Which is a great name for a band. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing name, pointless game. Yep. 
Yep, the name was way better than the game, <laughs> which is a running theme on this on these. Uh, it's it's just another puzzle game with numbers, and yep. it's their own. I guess it's supposed to be meatloafs, but all of them have bones sticking out of them. That's never a meatloaf I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, if I got meatloaf with a bone in it, I'd send it back. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my pro was it, it works. The first time I played it, I was just randomly hitting buttons and made the puzzle way harder than what it was. Yeah, in, in reality, it's a grid of numbers, and you you rotate four numbers together counterclockwise, and you're just trying to get the whole screen to be one through ten or one through sixteen, yeah. whatever it is. And, that's and it. Johnny just went through pressing the button as fast as he could <laughs> and made it so difficult. I don't think it was solvable. Where in reality, all he had to do is highlight one button and press it. Yeah, and it would have been over. One one box, and I would have had it. But nope, I choose to make it a challenge. So my pro for this was that it works. My cop for this was that the meatloaves have bones in them, and that really disappointed me because I'm a man who loves his meatloaf. Uh, I gave this a 1.0, and that's strictly for the name. I gave it 1.5, and that's just because of the name. I gave it a 1.5 for the name. All right, next game is called The Maya Mastermind. Uh, I only wrote one word on this. What is Dumb. It? What did you say about this? I one? don't even remember it. What it I wrote dumb. for this, <clears throat> this is what I wrote. I only wrote one thing. This is how we spent our Friday evening. <laughs> Play math games for children. And I wrote it in all capital letters because uh, this is how we spent our Friday evening. The sacrifices. Yeah. I gave this a zero. I gave it a one because I think the math was correct. I gave it a zero because it dawned on me more and more that this was how we spent our Friday evening. evening. Yeah. Yes. We did this to ourselves. Three and a half hours almost we played that thing. <laughs> yes. Which in 40 games... <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half hours is pretty amazing. Not much per game. No. Yeah. Uh, um, Derek, what? We I, didn't give it a score. I mean, we gave it a score. Did you? I gave it a zero. Okay. All right. Our next up is called Tarot Spotting, and it's P T E R O. I just wrote down, and I was very ex- exhausted when I wrote this math game. It's another math game. I don't have the energy to be mad at it anymore. I just wrote down, even the math seems off in this one. <laughs> I gave this a zero. <laughs> I gave it a point five because I'm pretty sure the math was not right. See, I gave this one better because I think this was actually, if a kid was going to play a math game, learning basic numbers, this would be the one on this collection to play. So I gave it a, a one and a half. Well, I'll be honest, and I gave it a one. Y'all were just making me feel bad. So here we go. The last so game. Mind to one. So we're at the last game. I'm sticking uh, with my score. What was your score? Zero? I think it was a zero. <laughs> I just don't care enough. I didn't even write it down, to be honest with you. Uh, the next game is, I was pretty excited to play this one. Because the name I thought was great, and it was called Yawning Triceratops. It's dinosaurs, and it's yawning, which is what we were doing most of the night playing this. This, again, was how we spent our Friday evening. Uh, and this is literally just <laughs> Triceratops that are yawning. <laughs> you got to pick which one's yawning. It's like Simon Says, but with yawning yep. Triceratops. you got to remember literally, the, And they yawn so slowly that it just and puts it gets you to annoying, sleep. And it gets obnoxious, too. The only thing I wrote on this one is how appropriate the last game we played is literally called Yawning. Yeah, those dinosaurs got, and all these games with the dinosaurs in them were so bad that I'm okay that all those creatures are extinct. It makes <laughs> yeah. you glad it happened. Yeah, I'm glad a meteor came and, and destroyed it, them all. In this game, there was no, I think this is the one there was no way to lose, so there's nothing for kids to learn. Oh, yeah. No matter what they do, the I game tried to itself. lose. Mm. I tried to lose, and, I, and it wouldn't let me. See, I gave it a one, but if that's true, change it to a point five. I, okay, my pro for this was I love the name, uh, but my con for this is I give up. Yeah. <laughs> I just give up. I'm so glad so, this is the last one. I'm assuming one. that's going to be a zero for you. I'm going to give it a, a, a 0.5 purely because there's a Triceratops in it. Only reason, even though those Triceratops annoyed the living freaking tar out of me. <laughs> 
tar, that's appropriate. Yeah, yeah tar. tar. Yeah, which is where all these dinosaurs deserve to go. What'd you give this one, Derek? A point five. All right. So that's so, all the games. We played 41 games. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm uh, exhausted. I think we better go to a commercial break so we can sleep. I don't feel well, so let's roll it. All right. Sega challenges you with the ultimate video games. Games that'll blow you away. Like Alex Kidd in Miracle World. And coming soon, Monopoly. Knockout games like Rocky. Gangster Town. The shift into more excitement with the arcade hit Outrun. Only on the Sega system. Sega, the challenge will always be there. Well, there we go. We debated whether to even do our last part of this episode, yeah. which is the Bliss Quiz. Um, We've already gone a little over an hour. But we decided that it wouldn't be Retro Bliss without the Bliss Quiz. Okay. So, so it's time for... It's time for the Bliss, Bliss Quiz! Quiz. do as quick it's gonna be different trevor's doing all of them yep. and me and Derek are playing along uh to go along with the theme of this series of games we played this is gonna be a crappy brief bliss quiz okay <laughs> so you know the basically what you're going to, have to do based on the title of the game and these are gonna be games you all know video games based on the title of the game you're going to, have to make the correct choice keeping in mind that some of the titles weren't really all that accurate in what we just played yeah got you so your first question and this is going to be all about speed, so buzz in when you want to make a guess. All right, gotcha. The game that you're going to have to make a choice about is Donkey Kong Country. So choose a path. A, ride Rambi into the jungle. B, buy a donkey saddle. C, defeat King K. Rule. That's which, a Johnny Triceratops. Which, which choice do you make? Ride Rambi into the jungle. That's where I'm going. So you try to ride Rambi into the jungle, but he runs into a cliff and breaks your skull open and you die. Okay, that's a good... I'm, because... At least I don't have to do this again. This is Donkey Kong Country at game style. This oh. is the at games edition. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. Derek, do you want to make a choice? Buy a donkey uh, saddle or defeat King K. Rule? <laughs> Just because I don't know what it means, let's buy the donkey saddle. Uh, that's the correct choice because this is actually a game about uh, donkey math. Oh. So... <laughs> Which is the best kind of math. Yes. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, the best kind of math is donkey math. Everybody knows that. There's one for Derek. I'm already beating you. <laughs> well, so your next game... Feel good about yourself. <laughs> your next game, if you see this on this list on your At Games console, you're going to be excited. Yeah. Sonic and Knuckles. Oh, all right. So in Sonic and Knuckles, what are you going to do? Three choices. A, collect all the rings. B, go fast. Or C, punch the guy eating a burger. C, because you're in a Sonic restaurant and you're going to give him some Knuckles. Yep, it's about eating burgers and punching. That's the easiest one. You made <laughs> yeah. it so easy. I wanted it to be the rings one, but I knew it was wrong. Well, that's because it's, it what? has nothing to do with Sonic or Knuckles. Yeah, it's, I was going to put onion rings. It's literally about Sonic and Knuckles. I got you. I know how this is being played. Yeah. I already lost, but do the third one. Let's just do it. <laughs> so this third one, in true at games math fashion. Let's say this one's worth two points. It's worth. <laughs> just so we can go home a tie. Two points. Okay. Because <laughs> that's higher than the average score we gave all these games. <laughs> yeah. It probably is. You're probably right. So, in The Legend of Zelda, are you going to fight Ganon, collect rupees, 
or play chess? Play chess. No. Yes, you have tied. <laughs> so we're gonna have to do something to break this tie. We're all, we're we're all at games winners here. We can all go. <laughs> I'm okay with the tie. Right. You both lose. Fine. That's okay, fine. Yeah. Well, uh, obviously, we spent three and a half hours playing at games. Oh tonight. my god! Did you get a? Do you have our medium That's, scores? I, I don't have an average score, but I have the best and the worst. Okay. I threw out most of the math games because some of those had really low scores for no reason. Uh, but the worst game that was actually somewhat of a game was Fight or Lose. That had a one total. I added all of our scores mm. together and it had a one. It was just a chess game. And yeah. by far the best was Bomber, which oh, yeah. is just a rip yeah. off of Bomberman. What was that? Uh, there? That was a total of 10.25. So even even divided three ways. I mean, it, it got, <laughs> it's less than three and a half. Yeah, it got well below average divided <laughs> out. And the next closest one was the wall breaking, which was a tank game that wasn't named correctly at all for eight and a half. So what we're saying is the best game out of 41 games that somebody spent some amount of time on to throw into this console, the best one averaged about a three and a half out of 10. And it was by far the best one. This was a bust. So what do you think we learned? I learned <laughs> not that to trust next, Johnny. next time you guys invite me over, I'm not coming. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like... Hey, to be fair, the the last time it was Ninja Turtles 3. I know, but I've played a year's worth of LGN month in one night. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just... I don't know if I can go on. So me and Johnny did an episode kind of like this on a much smaller scale. Right. The Atari playing sports. Atari sports games. And they were better than this. And we found some gems. Yeah. I thought the same thing would happen. I really hoped so. Yeah, but they were way better than this. Only Bomber was decent, and I would not pay $5 for it because I would just go play any of the other versions of Bomberman. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, very, so. you're very much better off. Uh, Trevor, I guess it's time to go ahead and read our uh, Patreons real quick. Oh, gosh. Oh, is this Retro Bust approved? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, just going to say... Go ahead. I was just, I was just making sure. I, don't, I no. wanted to get that out there because I know everybody trusts your opinion on these things. These 41 games are free, tacked onto a $35 console, and it's still not approved. <laughs> I'd say not. That they sully the good name of the $35 console. Yeah. Speaking of, and I don't mean to be mean, this is the cheapest version of this console. I don't know if the other ones are any better, but I, I wouldn't approve the console either. It's real chintzy. Just so people know. Uh, this was bought at like a Walgreens slash CVS type of place. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the controller feels horrible. The sound yeah. in Sonic Two is atrocious. The pros on an R though, it does have a cartridge slot. Yeah. To be fair, true. So if you want a very cheap way of playing uh, mm-hmm. Sega games, this is a good way to do it. And no one who listens to this show is going to be interested, but maybe people who don't normally collect these kinds of games. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, you can plug in actual real Sega controllers into it, which is the only way to probably play to even play it. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the pros for it. Trevor. I'm pretty close to having our patrons pulled up. I'll be honest, I didn't have them pulled up at all this time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to patrons and patron manager. And it's going to tell me all the people who've gone to patreon.com. And been kind enough. And been kind enough to throw a dollar or more our way. That's right. And if they threw $5 or more our way, they're going to get to vote on whatever game they want us to cover. That's right. So our current patrons are... Daniel Chavez. Way to go, Daniel. I'm very proud of you. Michael Thompson. Mr. Thompson, we're so proud of you. We said your name right. Timothy McGowan. Oh, Mr. Timothy. Thank you, my kind sir. Andrew Coed. Mr. Coed, I know we don't see eye to eye, and we still will never will. <laughs> Solomon's key, Andrew. Solomon's key. <laughs> uh, Caleb Dixon. 
Caleb, please don't ever vote for Solomon's Key again because I'm I'm feeling you were behind that for some reason. <laughs> Solomon's Key was so amazing compared to anything we played today. Oh yes, I will say that Solomon's Key. No blows, matter how frustrating yeah, it was, Solomon's Key blows anything we played today out of the water. Not even, it's not even close. Yeah, yeah, it's not even close. Christopher M. Scholes. Thank you, Christopher. Jason Wilson. Mr. Wilson, you sir are a class act. And Keith Farnham. Mr. Farnham. Uh, thank you. Thank you all so much. You're the best. And we're sorry about this episode. Yep. And next week we're going to do something better. Yeah, you guys have got to get a good game next week. Or well, no promises. Pe- people are probably going to start. I feel like we already have one in mind and now I forgot what it was. <laughs> yeah, we already forgot. I don't know. <laughs> well, this kind of does blank your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're probably going to yeah. go with a, like a... Honestly, a big classic. And we're approaching on number 100 episodes, too. We are. Number 100 episodes? Number 100 episodes. <laughs> number 100 episodes. That's right. I stand by that. So I hinted on, uh, I think it was Instagram and Facebook, which, by the way, you should go and follow us on those places. Good idea. That we were going to review 40 Sega Genesis games in one episode. And I said the reason might be so we can shut down the podcast really soon and get all the, soon and get the classics out of the way. That's right. Uh, but that wasn't the reason, I guess. Maybe we should, to be fair, a classic decent at very least decent Sega game for the next one I agree I thought the one we had in mind was Sega Genesis I think it was we'll have to remember what it was yeah we will at some point so until Barbie's camping adventure comes around that's right we'll see you next time thanks for joining us thanks Derek for joining us as mm-hmm. well I'm sorry <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry you guys owe me after this one this we is really terrible did. we have to take you out for dinner or something alright <laughs> take y'all back we're... and shoot you we're trying to misery I'm just going to buy you a meatloaf and just keep turning around in front of you <laughs> Rotating that yeah. meatloaf. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time.